welcome back to another episode of Daring Faith, a podcast where we empower the everyday Jesus-loving guys and gals to be bold, to be different, to be set apart, living defined by Christ for a purpose and for such a time as this. Today we are joined by a really special guest, Marcus Ionescu, as he shares with us a little bit about his podcast and um, finding your place in ministry. So, hey Marcus. Hey, Samina. Hey, Genesee. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm very honored. Yeah. um, Do you mind, before we get started, kind of introducing yourself a little bit? Sure. Uh, As you've mentioned earlier in the episode, my name is Marcus Ionescu, and uh, born in, well, pretty much born and raised here in Southern California in the Romanian Church at Bethel Romanian Pentecostal Church, where uh, I still serve to this day and have been serving for um, over a decade now. Started in several different ministries, most notably music, youth, all of that. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, I now run a podcast called The Potter's House, and it's been going on for a year now. And yeah, I mean, that's that's we're up to date, and I'm excited to see where God leads us all. Yeah, good stuff. So let's get right into this episode, yeah? Yeah, so for our first question, um, we want to dive into uh, the different ministries within a church you chose starting a podcast how was the process for that so while i did choose to start a podcast um i i I do believe that my gifting was kind of a little more beyond that Mm -hmm. um obviously speaking was a passion of mine I, i always wanted to do something that involved me talking and uh which which i'm still being used at my church uh, mm. today. So um, the reason why I wanted to start the podcast was first and foremost, um, I've been an avid podcast listener for the last three, four years or so. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to a variety of things, uh, not so much like Christian podcasts, just because they weren't as big that, that, mm-hmm. that long yeah. ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, a group of friends of mine, we were super involved in, in fantasy football for a long time. And we always talked about it when we were together. We talked about it. Uh, even when we were, you know, at church and other groups and to the point where people started getting annoyed at us. And, uh, you know, in retrospect, I, 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 I do see the fault in that. But uh, we were so passionate about it that we were thinking like, man, if we're talking so much about this right now, might as well like broadcast it because we, yeah. you know, we, we thought we were pretty good. I, I think we were. I think we were pretty advanced. We, we, we definitely put a lot of work into it. So over the last couple of years, um, we had this idea of starting one, never really came to fruition. Summer's passed. Uh, you know, we were very busy, at least me and a couple of friends were very busy with school and work and, and whatnot. So we never really kind of took off with that. Um, but last year, more so, I would say May 2020, obviously pandemic hit. We were all uh, home, a little more time on our hands. Mm. I graduated from college and it took a few months for me to find a job. So I was at this point in my life where um, I had a, I had a lot of free time. And I, for me, I had to stay busy because the previous five years, actually the previous 23 years, <laughs> if I can say, um, at that point, I was always used to being super busy. Um, but this podcasting was still on my mind. I still wanted to do it, but I knew I didn't want to do it in something that was secular because if I did that, I'd be drawn into it. Um, it would take my time away from the Lord. And also, you know, we're, we live in a Romanian community where everyone knows everything that you do and I didn't want to be judged. And I, I and I totally agree with that because myself in a, in a, in a leadership position, um, if other, either younger people or older people would see that, oh, I'm doing 
this secular thing, even though it may not be bad, it's not beneficial as scripture talks uh, right. talks to us about. Um, so I knew I wanted to do something for the Lord and June came around. I, I just ordered equipment. I just, you know, I said I was going to get with it. Um, I liked conversational podcasts. So I talked to a couple of my buddies like, hey, let's let's just start recording stuff, just different topics that we talk about and we'll go from there. So um, we did that in, in June of last year. And one thing led to another. I was just recording stuff. And then, you know, Mark Moldovan comes along, an old friend of mine from, you know, we did some mission work in Romania a couple of years ago. Uh, but he comes along, we record. He's like, he's telling me like, bro, we should do like a giveaway. I just did a giveaway with my, with my, uh, what was it? Is either a laptop or a, or a camera or something. But we did a giveaway. We, we basically grew the Instagram following and kind of put the name out there. And my initial, kind of like you guys, my initial um, plan was to kind of release early fall back to school time when people kind of get back in the rhythm of things. But because Mark was is like a very like, you know, fast kind of worker um, and he did the giveaway in June, I'm like, okay, I have to do, I have to start releasing in July. So that's when I kind of like expedited the process. I was able to like, you know, through Mark, I met like guys like Phil Yankish and, and a bunch of different people. And that just opened so many doors where when I did release, um, I had a lot of tools under my belt right. and it, it started from a small desire that I, that I know for sure God put in my heart. But I mean, I, I didn't have everything planned out right from the get go. It's something that kind of um, just developed as I went week by week and taking that step of faith is what um, God used to kind of bring me to where I'm at today. So that's just kind of how I started, but yeah, I never, I never thought I'd be a podcaster, but you know, here we are. Yeah, here we all yeah. are. That's how ministries start. Just, you know, by the Saying desire. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how we started too. COVID last year is yeah. when the idea was brought up. So COVID was a blessing in disguise. In some cases, opinion, yes. Yeah. In some cases, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now that it's been, what, like a year since you started? About a year? About a year, yeah. Um, how has it been so far? Stressful at times. Uh, great at other times. There have definitely been times where uh, I've been like just so overwhelmed where I kind of just wanted to stop. And then other times where I'm just like through the roof uh, with with excitement. So uh, it, it goes. Uh, one thing I've learned is not to depend and rely on your own feelings because if you do that, you can't do that in ministry or else your ministry is going to fail. If, if, you're, if your ministry is rooted on how you feel yourself in that given week, it's not going to last very long. But if your ministry is rooted in, in Christ and in the word of God, that that will continue to fill you and, and give you strength. Um, then that's that's where you're gonna see the fruits and see the results. So uh, it's 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 had its up, ups and downs. Uh, I'll definitely say that. But I'm I'm blessed to just have gone through this entire year to meet the people that I got to meet through this ministry, and just like build that net, network and make those connections. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just gonna say it's great that it was such a creative, you know, new idea because I think a lot of us kind of go back to the not that there's anything wrong with it, but like the well-known church ministries, worship or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it's a great way to, you know, think outside the box and to really like reach out to people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. What keeps you motivated? Like when you want to give up? Because I mean, sometimes for me, probably you too, you know, we want to give up on this. What keeps you motivated? So there's a right answer to that question. And then there is a honest answer to that question, <laughs> which I, I can say both. I can say both of them are true in, in my life. The right answer is that it's, it's God's ministry and we have to be faithful and good stewards of that. 
and just to continue to go forward. And that honestly, when my my quiet time with the Lord every single day and, and, and just my journey and getting getting to know Christ better and having him know me as well and just building that relationship definitely fuels me. It empowers you. The Holy Spirit just just continues to empower you in, in that regard. Um, and that's the, obviously the spiritual side, the right answer. But sometimes, you know, the honest answer, and, and typically we see this a lot in in friendships we have, in commitments, in our workplace, in our schools, um, when you have like a public ministry such as this, uh, there's a certain expectation that other people hold you to. And because that exists, um, you're, you kind of have to motivate yourself. And that's something we we're talking about off air even earlier. Uh, when, when, when that Wednesday or that whatever day you're releasing comes up, you're like, okay, I got to, people are expecting an episode. I got to produce, yeah. I got to get going. Um, and, and that also fuels not only just keeping this ministry afloat, but trying to come up with creative ways to kind of grow it and to, to do something a little different so you can kind of spice it up a bit. So, I mean, I did that with uh, just I had solo interviews with with certain people. I had group stuff. I, we talked about different things. Um, I started with just interviewing some of my guy friends and I met new people, had some, you know, ladies on the, on the podcast as well. So it just continued to grow in that way. And because you want to keep, because I want to not only serve God, but serve the people as well. Uh, it's almost a duty that you have to them mm -hmm. and the responsibility that you put on yourself to make sure that you produce uh, those results. So um, I would say like those two, if, if you have those two, as long as you have the right answer, the honest answer is okay too, but if you're only doing it for for people and for attention, then it's 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 not going to last long. I'll tell you that. Um, what if you don't have the skills, or if you don't know everything about a particular ministry? Does that mean you're not qualified? Because I mean, we all don't really know everything about ministry, you know? Right. So that's a good question because we 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 know this saying, and I'm sure we've all heard it, where you know God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called. And that's yeah. true. That's 100% true. He does that. And we look in scripture, we know, for example, Moses. Um, he had no expectation that God was going to use him in the way that he did. Uh, and he even admitted his uh, his, his shortcomings, right? He, was, he wasn't a good orator. He wasn't a good public speaker. And, and if you're trying to, you know, lead what millions of Jews outside of Egypt into the promised land, you have to be and, and be the leader. You kind of have to be a good speaker, right? But God... Uh, he came before the Lord and God provided through through his brother Aaron, right? Uh, we see this with uh, the, the disciples as well. Jesus called fishermen. Uh, he didn't call the, the scholars. He didn't call, at least not at first, um, the scholars and the Pharisees and all these other people. He called the fishermen because they were humble people who just had nothing to brag about, right? They were just, they were fishing all day. So that in itself is true. And you don't have to know, and I can speak this from personal experience as well with, with the podcast ministry, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know the ins and outs before you get started. Sometimes it does require a step of faith. Now, on the other hand, right, we have we can't get ahead, too too much ahead of ourselves. But um, if you if you see yourself, if you if you desire to do something, um, I think there are certain steps you can take to kind of know if if that's for you. Um, and the example that I can think of is, let's say you enjoy singing. Uh, but let's also say people don't enjoy to hear you singing to, or hear you sing. Um, if, if, if you want to be like, let's say on the worship team and, and, and your music is just not your thing, um, that that's okay too. Don't, you don't have to force yourself to be there. 
and because there are certain things that we we have to realize. First of all, before you start a ministry, I think God's going to not only give you the passion for it, but he's going to give you the talent for it as well. Now, just because that gift isn't unwrapped yet doesn't mean you don't have that gift. It takes time. It takes uh, it's, it's a process. It takes you know sanctification, whatever it may be. But it's it's the passion and the talent that God gives. He's not going to give you just the passion for something that that you're just not good at. And we as people, as human beings, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but personally, I don't like to do things that I'm not good at, right? Because yeah. we expose our weaknesses. Yeah. I'm not going to go and try to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to show up to Turkey Bowl every every Thanksgiving and try to juke some guys out because I'm I'm not very good at football. So that's that, that's that's one thing. I don't like we don't like to expose our weaknesses, and we're not passionate about doing things that we're not good at because. You know, why would we, right? right. Yeah. So. Um, do you think that everyone needs to serve? And I mean that in the sense of uh, sometimes I, I've encountered people who say, oh, I'm going to church to receive, but not to serve. And I think mm-hmm. there's there has to be both there. Like, yes, it's yeah. good to not tire yourself <laughs> out and to get burnt out. And we will address that in a future episode. But um, where do you find that balance of receiving and also giving, serving? So what you just mentioned right now is the true, quote unquote, pandemic of the Western church, of the church in America, and it, because it's a, it's a consumerist mentality. And unfortunately, it's kind of bled into uh, even our, our Romanian communities because just because we don't have the best uh, preachers, singers, whatever, leadership, and it's obvious, if you want to, if you want good leadership and good organization and structure. I mean, the American church is going to win every single time uh, for, for obvious reasons. But um, unfortunately, that's brainwashed a lot of young people to think that I want to go somewhere where I can be fed. I want to go somewhere just because the message is good, the worship is good. I can just go over there, sit for an hour and 15 minutes, and then be done with my week, uh, which is not wrong. It's not it's not wrong to, to desire and long for... Um, a good message and, and a good church structure. That's that's not wrong at all. However, to answer your original question, yes, we all do need to serve. We can't just be consumers. We have to be producers as well. And um, as far as scripture goes, there, there, I mean, there are a few things that we can look, look at. We can look at Acts 2.42, which talks about basically what the what the church includes. And, and, it's, and it even says right here, they devoted themselves to the, what? The apostles' teachings, one. Two, the fellowship amongst, mm-hmm. the, saint, amongst the saints. Uh, three, the, the breaking of bread, and four, the prayers, right? Right. Uh, so there are roles that we all can take when we are all a part of this body. And, um, and, and, and that's how we should do it. That's, that's why we need to serve. And uh, if we look at other parts of Scripture, we know that Jesus came, what, to serve. Philippians 2 talks about that he, he took the likeness of man. He came here not to be served, but to serve. In Mark, uh, Mark chapter 10, another example, this is where uh, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, uh, go before Christ and ask him, like, so how do we become great? We want to sit at your right and left hand. Uh, how do we become great? And Jesus responds after, after obviously, after all the, the other disciples got upset. Jesus says, um, but it shall not be among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man, which is Jesus, came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So there are a lot of examples in Scripture of why we need to serve uh, because, uh, I mean, Jesus did it as well. And if we're going to be a body, if we're going to be a functioning body, uh, 
you know, the right hand needs to help the left hand, the right foot needs to help the left foot. And um, it's a humbling experience as well. And we're commanded to, to love one another as Christ loved us. And as we love ourselves, there's two different parts of scripture that talk about that. And we love people by serving them. So to answer this long answer, I guess, in, in one word, yes, we all have to serve. Yeah. How do you know that God is calling you to a certain ministry? Like, how do you discern his voice? So I, I mentioned one one point earlier when I talked about passions and, and talents. But uh, with this question, I'm, I'm going to kind of steal from my, from my good friend, uh, Danny Kovacs. Um, I had him on an episode. It's actually episode 15 for the Potter's House called Build an Altar. And he gives five things to look at. And I'm going to mention those five things right now. Uh, so how do I know that God is calling me into this ministry? First and foremost, for all believers, uh, just for all people, we have to understand that God's first call is to salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we worry about ministry and, and kind of getting ahead of ourselves, God is calling us to salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. So that's that should be our, our main focus, um, uh, where we where we stand with God in, in that regard. Uh, and I'm not going to spend too much time on that because it's not as practical to what we're talking about, but we want to start with that. Number two is what I mentioned, passions and talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is your ministry something that you're passionate about? Uh, you know, we were talking earlier and we were both passionate about podcasting. That's something that we like to do and we're doing it for the Lord. That's great. Talent. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm talented, but, you know, we've gotten good reviews, right? So it's, it's, it, and you, and we'll see as we get to the further points, but if, if it's, if we have those two things, uh, I'm not saying lead with that, but that, that should be uh, evidence that that's a potential ministry that you can be involved in. Uh, third, uh, it's community response. When you, when you start a ministry, uh, let's say it's, it's not like your standard ministry that, that, uh, that, we know off the top of our heads, but it's something a little more creative and unique. If you have a supportive community around you, then that's a good ind- indication that things are going well, right? You always uh, want to see how the community is impacted by what you're doing. Now, it's good to have criticism, but if you have too much criticism, if you have, if it's just really rubbing people the wrong way, uh, I'm not going to say don't do it because we don't know the situation or the context of that of that situation, but. Um, we we definitely have to reevaluate, and regardless of of what's going on, we have to make sure that we're uh, reevaluating ourselves uh, at every at every checkpoint. So, community response is another one. Uh, number four, uh, the needs around you. Um, that's that's another big thing. Look at the church you're in and the community that you're in. If there's a certain area of ministry that you can see is missing or is lacking, um, that's another indication that maybe you can step up into that role. And the last one is just the time and place. Uh, is it a right time for you? Um, a lot of people, for example, if you want to like go to seminary, let's say, let's say you're like halfway through your undergrad and you want to go to seminary. Maybe you want to wait a couple of years and then you know get to seminary. Or if, I don't know, if you want to, again, go to seminary and you're like in the middle of planning a wedding, I, I don't know, time and place, see where you're at, yeah. uh, whether it's, it's, it's family or finances or, or whatever, see where you're at and see if it can be accommodated. So those are like the few things that I can, I guess, touch on if you want to start a specific ministry or you think that God is calling you into a specific ministry. But typically, uh, you want to hit all five if you if you want to do that. Yeah. And obviously, prayer is so important, you know. And, and that was my sixth point that I wrote here that I forgot to mention. <laughs> prayer and fasting. There it is. Uh, definitely. And that should be with, with everything that we do, prayer and fasting. Yeah, for sure. Right. So um, how do you... 
or how much should you involve yourself with all at once? Because I think there's also um, this idea in our church, at least, and I'm pretty sure in um, any Romanian church that like the more you do, the better, you know, and like you get involved in this and this and this and like either you do nothing or you do everything and it can really burn you out and tire you out. So how much is too much and how do you figure out specifically what you want to get involved in, what you want to serve in? So how it was for me uh, personally, like I said, I started this when I was like in between school and work. So for about six months or so, actually maybe maybe like four or five months, um, I had a lot of free time on my hands where I just focused on the podcast and then whatever I did, other things that I had to do in church. So, um, and it was it was very manageable. It was doable, obviously, if I'm dedicating like every day, at least a couple hours a day to this, uh, it wasn't much of an issue. Um, however, once I did starting once I did start working in um, October of last year full time, it became a little more difficult uh, just because especially when you're doing a podcast where you have guests on, you have to make sure that your schedule aligns with theirs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like such a hassle recording with East Coast people because you have to like get home at a certain hour so it's not too late for them. But then when you do a Saturday morning, it's really early for you. And it it, it becomes very difficult. So I got to a point where like I would have to like literally rush home from work and traffic uh, and go straight to my room and get to get on the Zoom meeting and just set up and, and do this. And and then and sometimes I had to wake up like at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning to set up for 7 a.m. like recording, which it's not, you know, on my day off, I did not want to do that. So it, it gets it gets kind of tiring. And I think um, before you start a ministry, you want to set real, realistic goals. Obviously, with podcasting specifically, one of the big things you have to consider is um, the frequency of your episode release, how frequently you're going to release episodes. Uh, which in our case is, is weekly, which which is a lot. Um, I know Joe Rogan does like three or four a week, but I mean he gets he has like a hundred million dollar contract with Spotify, so wow. yeah, he's <laughs> and, and I think it's that it's that much, but I mean he has the ability to do that. Um, but I think the number one thing you have to consider, I guess, practically is your schedule, uh, because you don't want to start something with unrealistic expectations and then let it like falter, because not only is it what I think like this, you're dishonoring God in that way where you're um, you set unrealistic expectations. You're not trusting in him, but then also not that appearances in the community matter as much, but you do want to be, you know, a, a, a good name, uh, you know, goes far away, uh, goes a long way and you don't want to, you don't want to compromise that. So I think make, make sure you look at the schedule that you have uh, both like your weekly schedule and then your, five-year plan, whatever, whatever you, you have on your refrigerator and your calendar and um, make sure whatever ministry uh, you are committing to, uh, be sure that that kind of aligns with your schedule. Um, so I think schedule is number one to consider practically. Another thing I would say is um, like, what can we bring to the table? Can I contribute effectively in this specific ministry? Um, and this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about earlier about like the needs around you. If you, I don't know if there's a lot of a certain thing. If, for example, if you have a church and this this is not happening yet, but let's say you go to like a big mega church and you have like four different podcasters within that church, um, and you want to start one as well. I mean, is that going to be effective? Because you already it's it's the, the market's already saturated, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or again, something that maybe we're, we don't have that 
specific skill for, talent for, uh, maybe want to redirect our attention to something that we can contribute effectively to. So that's another thing to consider. And that's, that's what I would say. And um, I would say the third thing to consider is um, like, what other commitments do I have now? So um, obviously with pod- podcasting isn't, isn't like a church ministry, at least in, in, in our, <laughs> in our culture, uh, you know, we have primary ministry. So is this creative secondary ministry going to take away time from my primary ministry? Mm-hmm. And one thing I do want to tell the listeners out there um, who are thinking of starting, um, you know, a creative ministry or something a little different, especially with, with how our culture and how society is and whatever. I know people are starting like TikTok stuff, which I'm, I'm, I'm not that I'm not a big fan of, but I'm, I'm just like not sucked into that world. Um, <laughs> but make sure prioritize the local church. The biggest work you're going to do is in the local church. Unless you're a full-time missionary where you're going and you're planting churches, the greatest contribution you can have, besides obviously your immediate family, uh, is the local church. So do not forsake uh, the local church. And I was actually told this advice uh, quite a few times, especially when I, you know, I had certain aspirations to make it big. But now it's, <laughs> now it's, you know, you're kind of moving that aside and make sure you focus where you're at because that's where you're going to have the greatest impact. Obviously, your your podcast can go, you know, thousands of miles, and people from different cities, different states, and di- different countries could listen to it. Uh, but the people that you you impact directly, uh, the people within your circle, the people that you're discipling, uh, they will feel that greatest impact, and they will be uh, the ones who can benefit from from your experience, and they will grow the most. So, make sure that this creative ministry doesn't take away from your primary ministry, and then obviously family too. Um, and this is obviously, I would say more so when you're married and you have kids, make sure that um, you're not overbearing yourself or you're taking too much time away from them because that's, I mean, that's very important as well. That's another primary ministry that we have to consider. So mm-hmm. that's what I would say. Schedule, effective contribution, um, just different things. Make sure that we're not uh, taking away from things that are just as important, if not more important. Yeah, right. Um, is it okay to say no? to serving in a specific ministry. I feel like a lot of times us Romanians in our community have a hard time saying no. We do. And I will admit to both sides. I'll admit first that I used to be like a yes man. Not not just to like get on people's good side, but because sometimes, and I'm sure you guys can relate, where you kind of feel, you feel a little bad. Yeah. To say, not, not just to say no, but because you know, people don't really ask you because for, for ulterior motives or because they're trying to win something out of you. They ask you because they genuinely need the help. Yeah. And we feel bad to say no because um, it's, it's going to affect them if we, if we, if we don't, if we don't uh, say yes. Uh, But I have said, I've gotten, I would say the last couple of years gotten better at saying no. And I don't just say no. I typically add a reason to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it depends what you're saying no to. If, If you're saying no to like getting involved in a specific ministry, I think that's okay. Uh, if someone's asking you to help clean up after an event, I mean, your answer should almost always be yes, unless you really can't. I'm, that, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but let's say you're, I mean, your hands are tied with uh, worship team and, and other things, and the choir director, conductor um, asks you to get involved in choir, and then you, you obviously maybe you take some time to think about it, pray about it. Uh, and if you think that that particular ministry serving the once a week rehearsal, once a week 
you know, performance slash singing in church. If you think that that commitment's going to take too much time away from the other things that you're committed to, and it's not just ministerial, it could be uh, maybe you're in school, maybe you're working part-time or full-time, whatever it may be, uh, then I think it's okay to say no. And I think that's fine. You explain it to them. Um, or let's say you're, they, they ask you to, maybe it's a small thing. Maybe it's not a huge commitment, but they ask you to do something on a certain Sunday. Uh, if I ever say no, typically I say like, I can't make it this time around, but next Thursday I'll be there. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I do. Cause it shows, um, not that you're, you're trying to show too much, but it shows that you care and that it's some, you're not, you're not just pushing them aside, but you're, you're being honest. Like, Hey, I can't make it this one time, but the next time I'll, I'll try to be better and try to uh, work my schedule around it because I do want to be mindful and we do want to be uh, respectful with uh, the brothers and sisters in, in our church body. Um, another thing to keep in mind, and I know a lot, of, and, and I, th- I think it's just with Romanians or or maybe the Eastern culture where we we just can't let go of things. Uh, whenever we see an open opportunity, we have to take it. Yeah. And, I, and I, sometimes I catch myself doing it. I definitely see, uh, you know, my parents' generation do this. Um, but not every ministerial proposition is an open door. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think that like, like, oh, you know, I, I got, I got this time slot. Let me use this. Or, oh, I got this opportunity. Let me use this. Like we're always trying to make a buck off of something. Uh, but we have to understand that it's not, it, that's not always the case. Just because someone asks us to do something doesn't mean it's like, oh God, this is God <laughs> riding fire in the sky that, you know, I should, I should do this. And not, and I, I want to say, not every dream you have. Also, I know, I know, God can speak through dreams. I, I, I believe that. But sometimes, just because you're thinking about something all day, sometimes you'll dream about that. That's 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 what it is. So I, I, I do, I do advocate for praying and fasting for a certain decision, hundred percent. Um, because if we're gonna go living like that, like saying yes to every single opportunity because we think it's some form of divine intervention, then like you said, we're going to overbear ourselves and we're going to spread ourselves too thin. And guess what? If we're doing five different ministries, we're going to be very ineffective in all five of those ministries, right? We're, we're going to be the jack of all trades and master of none. So we do want to, I think it's important to focus on one or two things, things that we can see, we can see as manageable and then go forward over there. So make sure not to say yes to everything. And, um, you know, if someone does, you know, ask you to do something and, and it seems within the realm of possibility, it's plausible, it's something that you you can you can see yourself doing, then like we said, bring it before the Lord in prayer and ask him to to guide your ways to to um give you an answer. And it's 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 okay to say yes too. It's okay to say yes too, but I think those are the things that we need to consider, at least in a practical sense, uh, before you you make that decision. Okay. I think yeah. it depends a lot on the season of life you're in like you had mentioned earlier, and also, like, the intent behind saying yes or no, you know? Yeah. If you literally have nothing else to do and you're just saying no because you don't feel like it, that's also... And I think once we're... You know, once we uh, just dedicate our lives to Christ and God, you know, God removes that, that heart of stone and gives us a new heart and our desire, our desires become His desires, then I think in that sense, we're, we're, we're almost programmed to serve. We want to serve. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself in, in this condition where you're, you're just saying no because you want to focus on your business or no because you are you just don't feel like you want to serve and you're being led by your feelings, then I would definitely check myself if I were, if I were that in position and see 
you know, what's going wrong because I think and that, that that's an issue. That's a, that's a symptom for for a much deeper issue that that needs to be addressed. Um, but you know, if we have a healthy church body where everyone's serving in in the gifts that 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 they have that they have been given, then uh, we're going to see the church continue to grow. And that's that's the whole point. The church is not designed to be a country club where where people pay their dues through tithes and and showcase their abilities. No, it's it's supposed to go beyond the four walls and bring more. It's supposed to be a home where people who are being saved can come in and just continue to grow. It's like a, like a, like an incubator, right? Or, or a, no, not incubator. Like it's like incubation almost. Where you're kind of in this. Yeah, I'm thinking of wrong thing. COVID. That's it's kind of like I'm in that mindset um, where you you can just grow. It's 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 an environment where you can grow. And you just continue to, and then once you grow, you send out, right? Matthew 28, 28, make more disciples. And then you bring new people in. So that that's the, the design of the church. And that's where we should see it going. And um, we need people to really step up in the ministry if you want to see that. All right. And um, I want to ask you one more question sure. uh, that we didn't plan for. But what's your vision going forward with your podcast? Like, what would you like to see, I guess, accomplished within the next couple years or down the line? Couple years. That's a... <laughs> or a couple months. Couple months, yeah. I, guess, I don't know. I guess my my mentality has always been like take it year by year. Uh, again, kind of like the the reasons why that, that we discussed earlier because um, if we get too ahead of ourselves, like in, in a few years, I don't like I don't, tomorrow is not guaranteed for me, right? And in a few years, I might be on the other side of the world. Not that not not that I'm prophesying anything right now, but it's like God can lead you wherever he wants to lead you. So, um but I guess kind of going forward in the next year I would say uh same thing that I have been doing, just continue with the episodes, uh maybe expand a little bit. Um I will say that although this wasn't like the mentality uh, I had when I started, um, the mentality that sort of developed over time, um, obviously being influenced by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, uh, is to create a platform where uh, people can let their voices be heard, which I, I've seen God work tremendously through certain people um, over this past year um, through this specific platform, and also a way that we can bring our community together, which, I mean, we've seen like unprecedented unity in this last year through the events, through people getting to know each other via social media, um, even the podcast. And it's just, it's the people that I've got to know through it and meet. And it's also, uh, for example, people from my church, people in Southern California through this podcast can hear, uh, what, you know, Lily in Uganda Mm -hmm. has to say in her story or, or a person from the other side of the country who you've never heard before. You've never met, uh, and in that way, I feel like it kind of brings people together. And that's that's kind of my goal and my vision. I don't want to, like, constrict it too much because I think God can can, can shift things in, in, in his liking and in his perfect uh, way. Yeah. Uh, but that's the direction that I see things going in, and I'm excited. And I'm excited that you guys are doing it too uh, because the more ministries that are being created, the more um, the more we see of what I just explained, right? The more unity that we see, the more uh voices we get heard you know out there in the world where where it needs to be heard and we will see god work in amazing ways and i don't think it's an accident i think like you said there are a lot of blessings that came out of out of covid 
out of the lockdown and it really um, just shook people to their core and we got to see where their true foundation was it uh, was right was it in, in, in Christ was it in in just this cycle of, of serving was it in pleasing their parents and coming to church so it's it's a variety of things but I do I do see God working in this ministry and you know I'm excited I know we just released uh, merch this summer uh, we, we partnered with uh, treasures for troubles to to basically fund um, just some projects out there and in, in their next trip we don't know quite yet where it's going to be but in the next few months we will have a clearer picture on that but it, and it's crazy to see the support and and it's it's so encouraging and you guys are going to see this too uh, once uh, you know this I think this is the second episode that you're releasing as we're talking yeah. about but once you go down the line you're gonna see a lot of people just encourage you uh, build you up and it's and it's gonna be awesome and there will be times where you, you feel more discouraged but that's okay as long as you put your faith in God that he's gonna work um, it, it'll get you through so I'm excited I'm excited to see what this next few years have to offer not just for the Potter's house but daring faith for other ministries podcasts whatever that are they're gonna come out of this so I'm excited. Yeah, so are we. Uh, where can our listeners listen to The Potter's House? That's a very good question. So The Potter's House uh, is on a multiple audio streaming platforms, most notably Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can follow us there. Um, and then if you want a, the most up-to-date uh, updates, if I can say, you can follow us on our Instagram account at The Potter's House. That's where we post uh, previews of the episode uh, just little encouraging things, and then that's where we just keep you guys all up uh, up to date uh, with everything that's that's coming up. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you guys at the Potter's House in December. I'm oh, no, sorry, not December. What am I talking about? September. Uh, I wish December to give me more time, but um, September, and yeah, it, it'll be exciting once we get started again. Yeah, and oh, we'll be stuff. sure to post um, all of the details to the Potter's House in our post for, yes, for this sure. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to say in regards to someone, you know, who's in that season of finding their place in ministry? Any advice, tips? The the greatest advice I can probably give you is, like, probably a lot deeper than you would think. Um, but make sure that you have a heart that longs for serving the Lord. I think that's the most important thing. I know we talked a lot about a practical things and how we can kind of navigate through this world of ministry and church and whatever, but the most important thing for, for you, for your community, for um, the people that you're mentoring, for your family, whoever you're impacting, is that your heart is longing after the Lord and you're, you want to serve Him genuinely, not out of a prideful spirit, but out of humility. So I, I would say make sure that's okay first. And if you have to take a back seat in, in, in a certain season or time frame, if you have to just take a step back and kind of reevaluate yourself, don't be discouraged uh, because you know, God, is, God is working through you in the small things so that uh, certain things can be refined and he can equip you so you can get ready for the bigger things. Yeah. yeah. That's good. All right. So... Thank you, Marcus, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to have you guys on, which will be very soon. So uh, I really appreciate you guys reaching out, and I'm looking forward to the ministry just going forward. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Be sure to join us next week. Find this episode along with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, and reach out to us anytime. We'd love to connect with you guys and hear your feedback. Have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys. Bye.